0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 205th day of Be With Me, seven minutes of biblical wonder. And we're going to wonder along with a few folks in John chapter seven today, can this be the Christ? We've looked this passage before, about five episodes ago, and these people that we're going to read about are concerned with place. And that's why we went on the search about why the temple was so important. But I've reread the material and I was touched about their concern about the person of Christ. So as we read it, think about this. There are some authorities that are gonna be in the, in the story. There's some little people that are gonna be in the story. There's Jesus that's gonna be in the story. There's a place also, and we've kinda of already talked about that. So this is from John chapter seven, verse 25. I'm titling this the Believe What You Know, and especially it's in regard to these quote-unquote little people of Jerusalem, uh, which I think is code for us. We're not the authorities. We're not the Sadducees who are kind of hidden in the story and trying to kill Jesus. I think the real heroes in the story are these some of the people of Jerusalem. So let's read. Some of the people of Jerusalem therefore said, is not this the man whom they seek to kill? And here he is, speaking openly, and they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Christ? But we know where this man comes from, and when the Christ appears, no one will know where he comes from. They're referring to a Malachi past pass, <coughs> a passage, excuse me. Uh, that talks about not so much not knowing where he comes from physically, but that he'll come as a surprise. So Jesus proclaimed, as he taught in the temple, you know me, and you know where I come from, but I have not come of my own accord. He who sent me is true, and him you do not know. I know him, for I come from him, and he sent me. So they were seeking to arrest him, But no one laid a hand in him because his hour had not yet come. And then we come around to these people of Jerusalem again. Yet many of the people believed in him. They said, when the Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? So we've ran down the uh, search party uh, with regards to place. And now we're going to look at the person. And they ask a question that every person, every single person asks you ask it, I ask it, John the Baptist asked it, Peter asked it, Mary Magdalene asked it, Joanna asked it, Suzanne asked it, and that is, can this be the Christ? This is a question that every single person on the planet who's ever lived, at least since the time of Jesus, has to ask. And so the people that are being confronted with this, there's the authorities, and then the, there's another group of people, some of the people of Jerusalem, quote-unquote. And then what they do is they plug in data points. They say, well, and later on it says, don't we know that Jesus comes from uh, the house of David? Don't we know that uh, he comes from a certain village? And then this Micah passage, Micah 3, don't we know that when he comes, it's supposed to be a surprise, but we do know he comes from the village of David, which is Bethlehem, that's in Micah uh, chapter five. So they're, they're, they're plugging in data points in answer to the question, can this be the Christ? And I like that. Now eventually, the data point that, that pushes them over is in verse 31, which is when the Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? So they looked at the miracles, which we have historically, not present tense, and they obviously endorsed his words and ministry and his authenticity and his character and just the truth of what he says, and in a sense, we get more of the miracles. We get all the miracles because or most of them are written down. Then there's this interlude, which I I I'd like. I like in verse 28 and 29. Jesus says, as he taught in the temple, "You know me, and you know where I come from. Uh, let's say we're, Let's say he's referring to to uh, heaven. Uh, and you know Jesus, if you knew Jesus standing before you, you would fall down in, in terror with judgment. You'd put your hand over your mouth. Um, you'd also appreciate his love, his care, his faithfulness, his steadfastness over the generations. And then, so I think you'd be, you know, truly gobsmacked both in the person of Jesus as well as the location from which he came from. You know, you you get these little images in Ezekiel and in the book of Revelation about what kind of a place heaven is and there's strange creatures and there's strange activities and there's strange songs and there's battles going on and there's accounting for sin. It's just epic in in, in every regard. And I think we would be, uh, you know, Hollywood can't do this justice. Jared Tolkien can't do it uh, justice. Uh, we will be gobsmacked when we get to heaven so when jesus says hey you know you know where i come from question or i don't know if you do and then he tells you some things about the trinity and he just kind of opens up you know both barrels and he says uh i'm not i have not come of my own accord in other words i'm not alone there's a trinity happening here the holy spirit is kind of quiet in this particular verse he who sent me is true So Jesus tells us something about his father. Later on, Jesus will tell us that he is true. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And later on from that in John 15, uh, he's going to refer to the Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth. So none of this doesn't mean that it's not the whole trinity. And in him you do not know, but Jesus knows him and knows where he come from and that he who sent me is true. So at the end of this, I want to come back to the people uh, of Jerusalem, the little people, so to speak, and I want to come back to the limited knowledge that they have, and they're wrestling. So here's some things that I admire about these people, is they engage with the limited knowledge that they have. They're wrestling with it, so to speak. They're comparing it with what they know that the scriptures say, but honestly, sometimes scripture is is even confusing, but they're searching and they're questioning and they they don't make the wrong decision, which the authorities do, which is, I don't like what Jesus is saying. I don't like his claims. I'm going to kill him, hating Jesus. They actually, at the end, yet many of the people believed in him with 100% of knowledge. No, they believed in him with limited knowledge, whatever, 4%, pick your number. So I love that, These people are a good example of believing what they know. None of us know everything. Even after belief, we don't know everything. So when we go to heaven, we'll have limited knowledge of God, if you will. Uh, Perhaps until we get there, I I haven't really thought about what what we'll know afterwards. But until that day, both before belief and after belief, we all have limited knowledge. The point is, we need to believe what we know. So if that's you today believe today. I love you. I'll see you all tomorrow.